0: Now, coming up this weekend, we have a pretty highly anticipated fight at the 130-pound weight class. We have Jamel Herring uh, fighting Shakur Stevenson for that belt. How do you guys see that one playing out?
1: Okay, let's jump right into it. We got Jamel Herring. Uh, We call him the Marine uh, versus Shakur Stevenson. Now, Jamel Herring, he's the current WBO champion at, at super featherweight which is 130 uh he's 35 years of age uh even though he's older in age he's pretty much younger in, in ring years because he you know he had a, a, a career a career you know in the military and he turned pro pretty late uh, he's 23 and 2 with 11 knockouts uh he has his last win which is a, a tko over uh carl frampton uh who who was a I i believe was a featherweight champion i believe at WBO champion, I believe, uh, and he also has uh, the win over Masayuki uh, Ito, who he won his WBO champ from, and, and also a pretty good win over Lamont Roach uh, versus Shakur Stevenson. Uh, Stevenson uh, beat one of the guys we talked about earlier, who was Joette Gonzalez, and he beat it, he beat him easier than he had a little less trouble than Emmanuel Navarrete. But uh, even in that fight, I knew that Joette Gonzalez was you know a handful, and he was given. You know, Stevenson's things to think about. And even when, you know, you have a guy who wins a, a fight easy, you can tell that they, they, they see some things. They're like, oh, this guy could spell trouble, you know. So how does fight match up? I think I think even though Stevenson is a favorite, I think Jamel Herring is, pro- is basically probably the best opponent that uh, Chris Stevenson has faced up to this point. And he has some, some things about him that I think would cause a little trouble. I mean, of course, he's, he's very tall. He's, I believe he's 5'10 or 5'11. Um, and he has a 73-inch reach uh, to Shakur Stevenson, who was about 5'8, was a 68-inch reach advantage. So it'll, it'll be interesting watching those exchanges and watching uh, Stevenson, who at this point was using his own like, height and reach over certain opponents, especially when he was at uh, 126, he had, a, you know, a height advantage and seeing that how that's going to be kind of nullified by Jamel uh, Herring. But uh, just watching how they fight, I think I, I would say this fight is probably 60, 40, or 65, 35 in Shakur Stevenson's uh, favor, uh, given his, his amateur pedigree and, and what I've seen from him in his defense. I don't think this fight is going to be like a, a, a shutout fight for Shakur Stevenson. But I think he'll he might win this fight, I think uh eight rounds to four, but it won't be without trouble. I think if, if Jamel Herring actually uses his height and, and, and reach, and I think Jamel Herring is something about him too, that I think he's not one of those guys that's just gonna sit and roll over. Uh I think he's one of those guys who uh has has poise. I mean, it may be due to age and or military experience, but I think he's gonna have a lot of poise that. Shakur Stevenson opponents generally don't always have. And I think that's going to be something that's that's going to be something to look out for. But I'm I'm excited about this fight, not for just action purposes, but I think it's going to be interesting. It's always a fight that's interesting how they're going to match up and see what's going to happen in the first couple rounds. Um, You never know. We can see Shakur Stevenson and see his come out party. But until then, I, I think Jamel Herring has the, the most experienced, and he's going to use some of that experience to stay in the fight. But Chris Stevenson will probably win a, a eight to four decision.
2: Yep. So um, you got Jamil, like you said, he, he's getting up there in the age of thirty five, but he's probably a young thirty five, just based on you know not really sustaining that much punishment throughout his career. Given a nickname, what do they call him? Uh, Simper Fidelis. You know, since he's a Marine, that means always faithful. That's a Marine talk you got there. And then Stevenson goes by the moniker of Fearless. And he's showing that um, kind of attribute going into this fight. And you see how he's talking about how, or just being so confident entering into this fight. Um, To me, I think Herring should have gotten like a homecoming, or showcase fight after beating Frampton. You know, this, this is another big fight. He's going back to back. Or you could have got like a mega Valdez fight, you know, kind of a, you know, like a big payday, you know, type fight. Um, But to me, to be honest with you, fellas, I think that this fight is not necessarily going to be a fan friendly, you know, type of fight just based on how both guys fight. The left hand stance of Herring, you know, being tall, that that's going to kind of negate some of the things or negate the action that probably would have transpired if those factors weren't in the place. Because Shakur, he concentrates on not getting hit, but landing enough to win. And I think you will see this even more against one of the toughest opponents um, that he's faced so far in his career. Jam- Jamel is, is is a good fella. You know, it's hard to root against him. Um, he's been working with Bo Mack and Bud Crawford. You know, he's been sparring with Bud Crawford a little bit. So I think that should help him, you know, by learning from one of the best in the game. But I just think that, you know, when it's all said and done, that Shakur, is, Shakur, he just has too much raw talent. Like, when you just break both guys down, you know, technically Herring is up there with him, but as far as just that raw talent. And I think that Shakur is going to be learning on the job, and as the fight even progresses, even more into the fight, you'll see it grow further in distance in terms of him getting the points that he's looking to get in order to secure his victory. And so I just see it kind of like what you said, Bill, Um, I think that Shakur's gonna be making a miss and kind of pot shotting, you know, towards the end of the fight, where you're gonna see like a 116, 112 type decision, you know, in favor of Shakur, Um, which was set up, you know, possibly the Valdez fight, you know, that will be a showdown for not only Stevenson and Valdez, but that will be a blockbuster for top rank, unless, you know, top rank decides to make the Valdez versus Navarrete fight
0: instead. But, you know, we shall see. We shall. Um, you guys have already pretty much covered it from the, from the boxing standpoint. I, I've personally been paying close attention to their body language since this fight been announced. Uh, So I kind of, like, get my thoughts on that. Uh, Shakur, when you talk to Shakur about it, he's been kind of pretty laid back, kind of kicking his feet up, saying things like, yeah, hearing, already know what it is, you know, saying stuff like that. And hearing, maybe it's, you know, more so because that's his personality. But he's just kind of been saying, like, the right things about how he plans to win. But I feel like in a fighter's mind, like, sometimes you already know you can and will be the fighter going into it. And sometimes you have to mentally get yourself to a place where you think you can be that fighter. And I kind of put Herring in that latter category. Like, he's been putting in the work, you know what I mean? And I saw some footage of him in camp. Physically, he looks good. I do think, you know, he has the right camp around him, the right team to prepare him for this. But Shakur just has that raw talent. And from a body language standpoint, purely from that, I just don't get the energy from him that, He genuinely feels he can beat Stevenson. Um, So in terms of, like, odds, I have it, like, 70-30 Stevenson. I think it would be a unanimous decision. Kind of in the the realm that you guys are saying, 116, 112, maybe even 117, 111. Last fight we'll cover um, has recently been announced. It was postponed because one of the fighters had COVID, but um, David Benavidez will be fighting Jose Uzcategui on November 13th. How do you see that playing out?
2: Okay, so we got El Bandera, David ben- Benavidez, uh, 24 years old, six foot and a half, 74 inch reach out of Phoenix. He's 20 0 with 21 KOs. He's fighting against uh, Jose, who's got the key, who's 6'2, 76 and a half inch reach. He's 31 4 with 26 KOs, and he's 36 years old out of Venezuela. Now, Benavidez last fought in March against Ronald Ellis, in which he scored an 11th round TKO victory. Uzgataki last fought a 9-4 opponent named Jaime Lopez in July, so he should be fine-tuned for this one. Um, He knocked Lopez out with a nice, clean left hook in the second round. Um, Uzgataki has a DQ loss uh, to Durrell. That he had here in the DC area at the MGM. I remember seeing that fight. It was probably, I don't know if it should have been a DQ loss because of the fact he just kept catching the rail right when the bell was sounded. And the rail just didn't look right, taking those huge shots from key. But he secured a victory in a rematch, and that's how he ended up winning an IBF belt. But then a few fights after that, he lost it to Plant. Who will be fighting uh, Canelo next month for all of the marbles at 168. Um, and he's also since then has had a loss in 2019 against Lionel Thompson. Lionel Thompson is a fighter out of the Mayweather um, camp, and he lost a close decision to him. Very rugged uh, fighter uh, with a lot of power, you know, in both hands now. Um Benavidez, on the other hand, he's been fight, fighting and training with Gabe Rosado. And I must say that David is a monster. man. he's a killer. He's hungry, you know. And in his fight, this is going to be totally different from the Stevenson hearing fight because this is going to be a war. It can't help but to be a war because both fighters like to like bring it to each other. And, you know, it's going to be a matter of who's going to end up like being broken down and backing down or somebody getting clipped with something. Um, Benavides, man, he pressures his opponent, from start to finish, supremely gifted offensively, very heavy hands, he fights tall. Um, I mean, the man has every punch in the book, speed, bodywork, stamina, he got the long arms, but like I say, he's a straight killer too. Now, the only a few things I'm concerned about when it comes to Benavides is his lack of head movement and and waist movement as well so i don't i'm I, but i don't see people taking advantage of it i don't see people going to his body i don't see people you know throwing the shots that's going to clip him um with the exception of one fight i saw him get dropped but it was more so he got caught off balance and he squares up a lot and people just don't take advantage of it because he throws so many punches at you and they so hard that it's hard for opponents to you know take advantage of those opportunities that are there um this is going to be a goodie you know what i mean i, I think that Overall, David is a better fighter, but Uzgataki is a live dog, so I have it um, in this fight probably 65-35, but I got to go with El Bandera, man, you know? I just think that he's younger, fresher, and I think slightly more determined than Uzgataki.
1: You guys have anything on that fight? Yeah, this would be an interesting fight, how they match up. Like you will, I do have David Benavidez. I favor him in this fight, but... I think the 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 interesting thing about will be those exchanges and and who can hurt who and and can David Benavidez be able to stop uh, Uzagachi? If he can do that, that that'll be an interesting thing going forward. Because I I I believe I saw uh, Uzi against uh, Caleb Plant, and that that was an interesting fight. Also, we saw Caleb Plant, you know, be forced to use a lot lot of his boxing movements and and and. Have to really will himself through that fight, even though he won it comfortably. Uh, we enter because, yeah, I mean, it, it will make a better comparison between David Benavidez and Caleb Plant, uh, and what happens in this fight. But I'll be uh, excited to see it. When is it happening again? When will? will
2: the thirteenth of November? I, I want to disagree with you before you you uh, move forward. Okay. I don't. I think that this totally doesn't give you any inclination about uh, Benavidez and plant fight because this fight will be more exciting based on the styles. It's just the style of who's got the key. You're going to have more explosive uh, exchanges where Westcom is a boxer. So the fact that he was on the move a lot, that's what was kind of frustrating who's got the key, but he's not going to have that issue with Benavides. I've never seen him like attempt, to box somebody he's down he's over there he wants to like have kahunas and see if you can take as much as I can take Cause I don't think you can I don't think you can hold up to my power and you know the amount of punishment that I'm going to be putting on you and that's totally different from Caleb Plant you know what I mean so I think that it it's not going to really show us what a fight between those guys would look like it would be impressive though if Benavides can stop who's got the key because although who's got the key has four losses he has never been stopped in any of his
1: defeats yeah yeah I think it, it for me it, it it brings that comparison to because I did see it was got to key he made plant look a little uncomfortable and I want to see if Benavidez take those same shots how comfortable does he look trading with it was got to key like that and seeing what would happen so that'll be an interesting fight you know it's November what, 13th mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'll tune in all right. Anything else you guys have before we wrap this up? Yes, sir. Um, uh, this Thursday, um, it'll be my my father's 66th birthday. So happy birthday, Pops. I call him the uh the OG, the original uh Mr. Jackson. So hopefully uh he enjoys his birthday. Shout out to Pops.
0: You got anything, Daddy? No, sir. Happy birthday to Pops.
2: Mm-hmm. Pops don't be out there partying too hard, though. You know what I'm saying? Wait till the weekend.
1: You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Y-
2: y'all got any special plans for him, Bill? Is he, is he in town or is he uh, back in Michigan?
1: No, no, he's back home in Michigan. But, right? you know, I, I'll definitely be in contact with him and, and make sure he's good and, and he's doing what he's doing. He's, he's going he's gonna to live every day like it's a holiday. So.
2: Yeah. I know Pops is the OG and everything, but, you know, try to relegate the partying down there in the downtown area because – you know, don't be out there in, in eight mile. you understand what I'm saying?
0: <laughs>
2: but on that note, man, you know, glad to get the get the band back, you know what I mean, to discuss these topics, and we look forward to talking to you next week after the hearing and Shakur Stevenson bout, and then we got other things lined up to discuss as well. On that note, you have a great Monday or Thursday, whenever this drops. Peace. Peace, peace, peace.